0: Hey, everybody, Tricia Spethel here, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions, and I'm super stoked to start this brand new podcast called Serving the Community. Not only do I serve, but I have met so many people over the years that are serving the community, and I just love to talk about it. So my first guest, I'm super stoked, Miss Natasha Picard. I am so excited for you to be here. So first, I'd like for you to introduce yourself. And then give me the name of the organization and we'll just kind of blossom from there.
1: All right, thanks for having me. My name is Natasha Picard and I work for the Yellow Ribbon Fund. I'm a Keystone Coordinator for the Houston area.
0: I love what you guys do. So will you tell me a little bit more about the Yellow Ribbon Fund?
1: The Yellow Ribbon Fund started at Walter Reed. Um, It was a way for people to get aids for transportation and housing. Um, It started to grow as a Keystone program, so now we have about eight um, Keystone coordinators across the U.S., and these Keystone coordinators work with the caregivers as well as the families, getting them respite, wellness, and educational events every month, as as well as resources.
0: Yeah, so you and I had the opportunity uh, to meet not too long ago, we were we were introduced to each other through a mutual connection. Mr. Yes, Rob man. Hefner, I hope he doesn't mind that I give him a shout out here. <laughs> um, and he's very involved in the veteran community and, and Rob knows that Dennis and I, my husband and I are also veterans. So he likes to connect us with people and Rob connected me to you to see if we could go out on a boat ride. I heard, we heard you were looking for a pontoon boat. Did we deliver? <laughs> Um, Yeah,
1: just a little bit. We were um, overwhelmed with your generosity.
0: Well, thank you. You know, it was a pleasure being a part of what you brought for these ladies. The thing that I, I I understood what you did, but I didn't understand how much this meant to them. So the cool thing was, which I didn't know, is the veterans were coming as well to hang out at the club and hang out with the guys, right? So I think these caregivers felt like it was okay to come to the boat and have a good time because they knew that the people that they normally care for. We're being cared for by some really great people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
1: know, Right now is really a hard time because there are a few organizations that offer respite, but COVID has put a damper on that. So, you know, with them being close by, it was just a, kind of a security blanket for them that they could go ahead and relax and enjoy for a little bit.
0: Yeah, which is awesome. I, I know one of the ladies had mentioned she hadn't been out of the house in I think it was almost two years. Um, she right. just didn't feel comfortable enough to be able to leave. And I know that her, her spouse requires... Uh, quite a bit of care, 24 Correct. by 7, 365. So it was it was so much fun to have you guys on the boat. I think there were seven all together. Yes. And uh, my husband, who was captaining the boat, kept saying, are they okay? Are they okay? And I said, you know, they're just talking. And I think that was really, talk to me about that and the Yellow Ribbon Fund. It's really about and it's mostly ladies, Uh, Mm -hmm. all caregivers are welcome, I assume, but the ladies that were there seemed to just really want to talk to each other. It wasn't about the, um, the boat ride itself. Right. Well, for
1: caregivers, you know, a lot of our husband's injuries vary from invisible wounds to obviously wounds that you can see, amputations, being wheelchair bound. So the civilian population generally doesn't understand I understand that so when they are out and about they get the looky lose, and it's it's frustrating it's you know anxiety is heightened by both of them and so that's a stressful situation some of them can't come out because they don't know how their spouses are going to react so you know it's just natural to just stay home um but that is not good for their mental health you know just getting outside is a huge deal and so for them to be out and not have to explain why husbands were behaving a certain way or why they couldn't show up they could just chit chat you know and two of them actually connected and made a great um connection and made resources happen and we're so excited that they met each other one lives down here and one lives in north houston so their cross hadn't passed yet Um, they both don't normally come to the same type of events and it was really hard to get them both out there so i'm so excited that they made that connection
0: That is awesome. Well, and you had told me you hadn't even met two of the ladies in person Mm -hmm. until we had that event. So talk to me about, uh, you're doing three or four events a month generally?
1: Yes. So I do, um, a minimum of three. So I, I have to hit all of my wellness respite education and well wellness events. Um, so I try to do one fun event out. We do one virtual and then two others. It depends on what's going on in the world. Um, But we have done painting we've done brunch we're getting ready to do a coffee and a brunch so anything that i can get them out i try to service all of our coordinators um we're actually doing massages this month and so we did a few out here um, down in webster and we're doing some out in houston just to you know a a lot of my caregivers are north houston okay
0: All right, so having activities in different places, doing different things, really, like you said, brings a certain group together, Uh, not always the same people participating together.
1: And it's really nice now that I've been doing this for a few months, I mean, been doing it since January, that the ladies are starting to build relationships. So they know each other, you know, we don't always have the same group of ladies, but a lot of them chit chat online and they have met and they've built those relationships and friendships outside of our group, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know one of the other ladies that I spoke to uh, on our trip wasn't just caring for her husband, but in the past had cared for her mother who was a veteran as well. Uh, So I know that can be really heavy on these caregivers and for Dennis and I to be able to give back in such a way that it gave people a break, it made us feel so good. And of course, we're um, really wanting to give back to the veteran community as well, just because we're a part of that. And we do understand and and understand being on the spouse side of it uh, as well. So I'd like to, for you to tell me a little bit about why you're involved in this and why you do what you do. Okay.
1: So my husband was wounded in 2010. He was shot by a sniper, lost all mobility to his left arm. Um, It severed the brachial plexus bundle, literally could not brush his teeth. He is left-handed, he could not button his pants. Um, At that time, I didn't know about resources. And this truly is my why, because as he retired, um, we were lost, we were stuck in Missouri and didn't have the means to find a house You know, I had called organizations and they're like, well, you know, because of this, we can't help. And what a lot of people didn't know is when you retire, they do a financial audit and they do all of these things. So, you know, we had planned on cashing and leave and things like that to pay for our new place. Um, And because of the way he he had retired, it just went from nothing to you're out in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, I have got to make sure that this doesn't happen again. I need to share my resources and I need to be connected in the community. So originally, we had planned on moving back to California and building some sort of transitional housing. Um, We got out there, we moved to Marietta, California. We loved it. Um, We immediately got involved in the community. I became PTA president. My husband was the watchdog, you know, um, on the baseball board, whatever we could do. And then my husband found the Waves Project. We soon found that we could not afford to live there. (laughs) So (laughs) we started looking at Texas and I had been part of the Yellow Ribbon Fund group out in California, um, just attending events, meeting other caregivers and kept telling my girlfriend, I was like, you guys need one in Texas, you need one. And she's like, it's coming, it's coming. Like she couldn't tell me. And so I I finally got the call one day. Are you ready? And I'm like, yes, I don't care. Like what the details are, I just want the job. Um, It's been great for me to meet people in this community, like-minded people that know what we're going through, but as well as getting me out of the house in a new place, in a new town, um, giving me a purpose. And so I've really enjoyed the journey over the last year. Um, it's it's more my speed. People always say, ask me why I'm so busy. I do better busy. Like I really do, I'm not overwhelmed, I'm just busy. <laughs> so I love my job. I always say I have the best job in the world. I love connecting these caregivers, taking them to events. I
0: obviously get to participate as well. Um, so it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and we're so blessed that you landed in Texas. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I'm so glad to have met you. So um, talk a minute about, because we we had this conversation on the boat. How do you find your caregivers? You have other ways that they find out about Yellow Ribbon Fund. Like, how are you getting connected to these caregivers?
1: It's truly about networking. You know, when you are involved in a group anything, like good news travels fast. And so I um, got connected with someone with an, in another support group. And then I got connected with somebody at the VA um, caregiver support. And so it's kind of spiraled. Um, then we met Rob and serve. And that's been a huge blessing. Um, it's got my husband connected as well. And, you know, helped his nonprofit grow as well. But it's, it's all about talking to people and making those connections.
0: So not to take the limelight off of you, but would you talk just a second about the WAVE Project? Because I think that's important too. And maybe Absolutely. I can get him on the show. <laughs> right, right. Um, so the
1: Waves Project was founded out in California. Um, when my husband was at home, I was thinking he needed something to do. And so I'd found this nonprofit. It was uh, Wounded American Soul Veterans Experience Scuba. And he'd already been scuba diving. So I thought, oh, this will be great. He loves the water. Um, we went through the class. I didn't do so well so we kind of took a step back and then I finally told him you know what you just need to go like I'm holding you back and they he thrived they put him through all of the classes He's now an instructor um, HSA certified and when we told him we were moving to Texas we said you know we want to start this out here more people need to know about it there's a huge veteran population out here Um, and so he has been out here for two years and it the group is growing and he's able to share how scuba has helped him pain wise, you know, mentally, our marriage has <laughs> been fantastic. Um, and it's given him a purpose, you know, for a lot of these veterans, I know I talk about the caregivers, but the veterans need a purpose. And that's the hardest part of transition. The caregivers need a purpose as well because, you know, their wife, their sister, aunt, grandma, and then now their caregiver. And so, you know, that is also equally important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for talking about that. That's kind of a sneak peek into me begging him to be on the show later. <laughs> <laughs> but you I do think it, it it's an important program. It really is because it does um, it does give the veterans a way, a purpose, right, and a, mm-hmm. a way to escape. Um, well, and what...
1: they can continue on in volunteering and moving up their um, growing their repertoire of certifications as well as getting that camaraderie that they had back in the military you know so scuba it really does it unites them like they all have that in common funny thing is we have about five veterans on our street and they all scuba dive
0: wow that's wild well your husband has the program for veterans and you've got the program for the caregivers so you guys can come together at some point right or probably a lot of the time and we do yeah. For both at the same He time. definitely he
1: sends out my information to his his um, group and I do the same.
0: I love that. That is awesome. So if someone wants to get involved, whether they happen to be a caregiver or they just want to give back to the Yellow Ribbon Fund, how do they get involved? Do they get in touch with you or what does that look like?
1: For the um generally you would just go to the yellow You can register as a caregiver on there as well as donate. Um, email if you would like to give back.
0: Okay, that's awesome. So, absolutely, monetarily, right? You can absolutely. give that way. Um, and if you're looking for, let's say, the opportunity that presented itself to Dennis and I, where we could help with an event, is there a way to connect with um, you on that particular? Absolutely. Time?
1: Send me an email at natasha at yellowribbonfund.org.
0: Okay, perfect. I, I will make that. sure that that goes in the post underneath. Thank you so much, Natasha, for being with me today. I love what you do in the community. I love that you invited us to be a part of it. I'm gonna continue to talk about it and put it all over everywhere because I think that these caregivers, um, I'm guessing it sounded like it's mostly women, Uh, And, and we all have that, that caregiving gene in our body already. Right. So we're already giving a lot. And I know you have a whole bunch of boys in your house too. (laughs) So not only, you know, a mom, but a caregiver and a lot of these are, and some of them are even sandwiched. Like we, like I mentioned before, they may be taking care of a parent and their spouse. Right. And then we have, have several
1: parents. mothers that are yeah. taking care of their sons. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Which is all very important. And I love what you do. I love that you're a part of it. I love that you brought it to Texas. Thank Welcome you. home, baby. <laughs> right? Thank right? you. I love it. Thank you for being a part of the show that is serving the community and we'll see you next time. Thanks for having me.